Howdy doodly diddles. Well, hello there. Welcome to the Basil Bros podcast with Mac and Alamo on this great day of the year, St. Patrick's Day. Good day. Top of the morning to you. Top of the evening to you. Excuse me. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. Hopefully everyone is wearing the green so they don't get pinched on the fanny. Yeah, that's all I got. Oh, I've got me green. I got me green. Hey. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Battle Bros Podcast. Glad to see you here on this uh, wonderful day. Friday, March 17th, 2023. Um, This is the latest and greatest episode of the Battle Bros Podcast. And it just happens to be my favorite fucking day of the year. Patty's Day. Old St. Pat's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Absolutely. So, yeah, I uh, got to go out when when your nine-year-old, soon-to-be nine-year-old daughter's daddy. We're gonna dress up as leprechauns on St. Patrick's Day. When you look at her, you go, "Bet." Yeah, shit's about to be wild. Yeah, There's just a little bit of pride in there. There was uh, there, there, boyo. Absolutely, just a little bit of pride. Absolutely. When she wants to dress up like a leprechaun, I'm not going to dissuade her from doing so. Absolutely not. Oh, Aye. silence the phone, dude. We're on a podcast here. You oh. cocksucker. Oh. Jesus. Dear Lord. Heavenly Father, we're not taking Lord in vain. Lord's name in vain. <laughs> Lord's fucking name. <laughs> Hail Mary, uh, full of grace. The Lord is with thee. Blessed yeah, art thou amongst women. I'm good. I've heard, I, listen, Jesus. listen. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now is the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It sounds, but it sounds so much better when you have somebody talking like an I, thick Irish brogue. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah. Come on, dude. That's oh, the way it's supposed man. to. That's it's the way like it's the su- fucking best, bro. That's the way it's <laughs> supposed to be heard. You got to see it with the thick Irish accent when you're talking about it. You know. Aye, Harold. Uh, aye, aye. Who's Harold? You're. <laughs> I'm not even looking at the screen, dude. I'm trying to get the rest of these tabs open. I'm like, Darn it. Come on now, man. Anyway, so we're probably going to uh, beat to death the uh, whole... Um, Irish thing? Yeah. It's, it's going to be bad. <laughs> Just warning you ahead of time. If we, if, we, if we make you click off because we're like beating a dead horse, genuinely, we're sorry. So Indeed. Indeed. We, we are sorry. But not sorry at the same time. It's it's Dude, this whole week has just flown by. Like, you know, dog, kids being out of school for spring break and stuff. It's just like now they're going back. I'm just like It's like, jeez, man. Like, and I'm yeah, also getting used to a new schedule, dude. I'm like working twice as much now as I was before. It's just like Gotcha. Ugh. I'm just walk around like a damn zombie, like, where's my caffeine? <laughs> I got me a I got me a C four for the pre workout tomorrow, man. It's gonna be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. Gym yeah. time, bitches. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, if you caught our show the last couple of weeks, um, but first off, let me go back. Thank you for stopping by to check out our show. Um, if you're not familiar with it, check it out. We have all the social media platforms. We got the Insta Twit. We got the Face Tard. Uh, uh, sorry, the Facebook and the YouTube. The Face Tard. I didn't say that. That's my fault. Sorry. Um, yeah. Well, it's uh, all right. Yeah. All right. So check us out. Give us a like, a share, a subscribe, you know, notification, hit the notification button, all that good stuff. You can find us almost anywhere. 
Um, like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. And when you're on Rumble, go ahead and hit that Rumble button as well as subscribe. What he said. Or to paraphrase, that's what he said. So, yeah. So the last couple weeks, you've had some good shows on, man. It's been good. We've been we've been on a roll lately. So two weeks ago, we had our buddy uh, Kyle. Um, Kyle did the sixth installment of our VIP series called the Veteran Interview Panel. Um, I'm still like just stoked about how well that episode turned out. It was amazing. Um, he had a really cool talk about. Um, just a lot of different things. I mean, we the first half of the show we talked about, you know, his uh, story. The ayahuasca in the military. part was uh, the second interesting show. to say the least. Yeah, the second <laughs> half of the show we talked about going through an ayahuasca ceremony, which was yeah pretty interesting. So yeah, check that out. Episode zero yeah. five six. Last week we actually had a, a good conversation. Not actually, but we had a, another great conversation talking about the social media dilemma and how that can be very very problematic. Yes. Uh, even talked about how, you know, thanks to this guy right here, um, I actually will go on a social media fast where you kind of just turn all that shit off and unplug for a week or so at a time. And it's kind of nice. You just like turn all that off. You just like, you have my phone number, call me if you need to call me. And people do. And it's just like, hey, man, how's so, it going? Uh, am I to understand there, boy? Oh, you're going to be doing this for Lent. I would be doing it for Lent, I, if I was a practicing Catholic. Getting yourself, getting yourself. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm not ah. a practicing Catholic. But that's another story for another time. So we're gonna move on past that. So <laughs> this is episode zero five eight of the Battle Bros podcast. So let's just kind of get right into it. This needs an introduction. Let's do so, it, baby. So if you we're in the military. You're familiar with a term called sick call with a C, C-A-L-L. Not sick hall, but sick call. call. Charlie Alpha Lima Lima. Um, and basically what sick call is, is when you go, you have an appointed time to go see a medical personnel, uh, doctor, PA, nurse, whatever the case may be, to kind of just get yourself checked out and whatnot. So being infantry soldiers, and this is where I'm going to rely on my, my cohort over here. Uh, my co-host and cohort. Um, tell me, Alamo, do you remember kind of getting the idea or the impression when you were in basic that, you know, if it wasn't anything serious, they kind of just told you, hey, man, tough it out. You're good to go. Drive on. Don't be a bitch. Don't go to sick hall, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, like, dude, like, the thing about it, the thing that I recognize and remember about it was it was essentially like if, if there ain't nothing wrong with you, don't be a broke dick. You don't want to be a broke dick yeah. because if you were a broke dick, you'd be one of those guys that's just like, uh, hey, Jeff, me too. Uh, I want a, my mommy. That's kind of guy, how they treated it. We had a guy graduate on crutches because he had fractures in both of his shins from the road march on the bayonet. Which I is the culmination exercise. For those of you not familiar with that, bayonet is basically like the week of it's it's when at least when we went through this is back yeah. in you know oh three oh four oh five ish early early g watt um oh ba- infantry osit one station yeah. unit training at benning was 14 weeks so you had nine weeks of basic training and then you just kind of carried on and then the next five weeks was the next four weeks was ftx prep 
and then that last week you had your F, your field training exercise, Dude. and then you're out in the field for a week, and then you had the tip of the bayonet, which is like the last like you're up for 26 hours almost straight. Which if you're not used to that kind of thing, it's a lot. But at the same time, you're conditioning your mind, your body, your your spirit, your warrior ethos, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, you just kind of do that nowadays. Nowadays, infantry OSIT is you know what's weeks. crazy. What's is you, me- you know what's crazy is you mentioned that my buddy Tim, right? When we were going through basic trading, my buddy Tim ended up getting recycled because he ended up, I would say, probably, I would say it was probably just right after our mount training. Mm-hmm. He ended up like it ended up like coming to a breaking point. Like his shit, like he showed me the X-rays. Like after he like after he had gotten to the unit later, he ended up um. So he, ended he was up being, basic with you, but then he ended up at three two as well. He still ended up at three two, and okay. you know him and I, you know, thank God because you know he's a good guy. You know what I mean? But my buddy Tim though, he showed me the x-rays. I was like, Oh shit. Like you could see the cracks, like right in his freaking shins, like where it started going. And I was like, Oh, feathered off and stuff. Like it was just, yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was literally like line fractures. Like they hadn't Uh, become a full break just yet. It was. Yeah. But it was like the X, it was like the in-laws at Christmas. They're around. Yeah. It's going to pop off. Yep. So. <laughs> That's why they recycled him because he needed time. Phone. He had to. <laughs> they recycled him because he needed to. Uh, because he needed to, you know, basically heal up. You know what I'm saying? Sure, absolutely. I mean, um, a good friend of ours, um, Brian, his daughter recycled because she had a hip fracture. She didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me correct that statement. As I was, she didn't recycle. She was a med hold after she re- graduated. And she had to heal up her hip and stuff because then she had orders to go to uh, Benning for jump school. So I was like, that's not this. It's like Wu-Tang. It's like Wu-Tang Clan. It's not something you want to fuck with. So, yeah. But anyway, so as let me get back to the, the nitty gritty on this. So at a, at a very young age, it's, it's in kind of impress a young age, militarily speaking, in your military career. It's impressed upon you, especially for folks in combat arms. Like if, if it's not that big of a deal, like. Don't worry Don't about it. Don't worry about it. Just okay, cool. Drive on. Like hell, even at maps, you're like, if it's not anything serious, don't tell them anything. They're just gonna try to disqualify you. Like they're telling us, mm-hmm. telling you the civilian personnel are all gonna try to disqualify you. It's like, yep. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that. It's like, yeah, okay. But anyway, so that is what we're gonna talk about. This is why our, this episode, episode 058 of the Battle Bros podcast is entitled Go to Sick Call, damn it. Go to Sick Call, damn it. So mm-hmm. let's get into that. So, okay. So why is that a problem? So let's think about it. You're, you're kind of building yourself to these, you know, being working in, you know, behavior therapy now. One of the things that we harp on really big is ex- the um, expectations of behavior. Okay, it's kind of like and get correct me if I'm wrong, Alamo, you and I work together in retail. And whatever, whenever we had a new person come in, whatever they did their first two weeks was expected of them all the time, all the time. So if you're one of those guys that's a a counter leaner and just in there going, yeah, I got a I got a SIG and it's great. And the lesion's awesome. (laughs) Or if you're out there and you're like busting your hump, working hard, like 
that's the standard you're held to. And that can be a little bit problematic. You know, yep. it's people don't leave, don't quit jobs. They quit bosses because yes. there's not a lot of, you know, um, oh, how, how the hell does that go? They don't quit jobs. They quit bosses because of the fact that like they see what kind of environment they're in. They're just like, yeah, no, and they're out. So, and I've, we've seen that how many times, dude, like a lot, dude, you get guys mm-hmm. that come in. I can't even just, count. I've been a, I've been a victim of that shit. So, yeah. Or excuse me, not a victim. Not a victim. Uh, but I have had ex- been an unfortunate I have experienced it. I have experienced it Aye. myself. Aye. So let's kind of get into the nitty gritty about that. So why we were kind of discussing this earlier this week, and it's kind of like this analogy. So, okay, let's let's take your car. Okay. I would say, conservatively speaking, probably seven out of 10 people practice regular maintenance on their car. Okay. So, I'm in the middle of doing maintenance on mine, as a matter of fact. I got you. So, what does that mean? It's like every so often, <laughs> just random oil, air filter. Just... That, that would be you the just do, lower. You just, so my AC unit. You just reminded me of that. There's a Michael J. Fox movie called Doc Hollywood. Oh, yes. Classic fucking movie. The Porsche that he drives gets wrecked. He's a big time Beverly Hills doctor and all stuff. And you got them two like country bumpkin mechanics that are going. I think I can fix that. <laughs> so he puts it back together and he hands him a box of parts and he goes, I got extra parts when I put them back together. I always do. And I don't know why. Like, you're just like. You better figure out where the hell that shit goes, my man. Like, no, like that's not how that works. But anyway, <laughs> so think about it. Every three to five thousand miles, I think nowadays it's pretty kind of standard at five thousand. You go yeah. and get an oil change, you rotate your mm-hmm. tires, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, when the tires wear out, you buy new tires, put them, put new ones on there, put on new rubbers on your tire, on your wheel, on your car. Um, Brakes, brakes getting replaced. Yeah, you kind of um, want to be careful with the rubber statement. Well, you got to kill my vibe, dude. <laughs> like the rap song says, please don't kill my vibe. Please don't kill my vibe. Anyway, too late. Um, but yeah, whatever you have to get done, like you take it in every once in a while, you you wash it, hopefully. Well, you probably should be with the pollen and stuff in the state right now. It's terrible. That's what she said. <laughs> Case in point, evidence, empirical evidence of how we're lucky we put on a podcast because indeed moment, it can just all go to shit. Just so, but so think of yourself as a car, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's use that car as an, an analogy for yourself. What happens when you don't change the tires? Okay, they're gonna go bald. They're gonna go flat. They're gonna start not keeping air. Okay. You're going to start slipping and sliding on the wet, rainy roads. Absolutely, which is what we're going to get here in the springtime now that we're there. Um, So hopefully you change it. But what happens if you don't? It's going to keep getting worse. Uh Okay, You're going to have undue wear. You're going to have the suspension being all weird because the car's riding all funny and stuff. Um, You know, it's like somebody, it's like when you see, like, have you ever seen an episode of Cops? And I know that's, that's, 
hold on for a minute. Let me just make the example. What you're going like, to do when they come when, for you. When you see like the highway chases and stuff and the pe- person's just riding this thing, literally, like I said, riding it to the wheels, fucking fall off. Right. Mm-hmm. So the tires are just gone. They're riding on the rim. It's just sparking everywhere. The rims are all just grinding on the road and stuff. Like one guy did that in a semi truck one time and it was like tore the fuck up. It just got worse and worse and worse. And, worse. and it was just awful. So let's think about that. Okay. There's what if that's your mind? What if that's your body? I mean, if we have an issue, let's address it. Let's talk about it. So if you're having an issue with, you know, your back. I mean, and, and it's also kind of like certain units. I think like 82nd, I would say 82nd Airborne out of Fort Bragg is kind of, they're a little notorious for kind of having their own way. Like if you pull your reserve chute, Article 15, which means you get non judicial punishment, right? It's like, well, what if you had to cut away from your main chute? Are you expected to freaking drive yourself into the ground like a railroad spike or. I made it out alive and I had to pull my reserve and I'm getting busted rank because I had to pull my reserve. Like, One would hope they would show a little bit of leniency at that moment. You'd think so, but like, I've never served in 80 seconds, so I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess the mindset would be if you had to pull your reserve chute, you did something wrong. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I've actually seen it where there was a guy sitting on the back ramp of a of a C one thirty or something, and they were doing a, a C one thirty jump. Back ramps open. Dude standing there looking out the back of the ramp, and all of a sudden he just goes, he's standing here, and he just goes. Ah! Somehow his reserve came undone. And he just went Ooh! like it was like some kind of finishing move from fucking Mortal Kombat. Like finish him. Like it was just <laughs> awful. <laughs> It's like and I said that in Paris. Yeah, if I could have like, been oh. just a, if, I, if only I could have been a fly on the wall for that one. <laughs> oh man, God. this is bad. So, oh man, that's funny. so you know. And this is kind of going along with our conversation that we've had a couple of times earlier this season about yeah. you know why why that's important, especially with like social media and then with communication, and everything else, and especially when we talk when we first brought it up, we're talking about um um. What was the name of those two episodes? I stand by one. We did uh, uh, perseverance and resiliency. So forty-five and forty-six. Okay. Yar. It's you know it's something. It's kind of important. Like you know, all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. Like I was reading somewhere, and I think Brian and I were talking about this. Shout out to Brian. What's up, homie? Um, he's our uh, fourth unofficial member of the uh, uh, Battle Bros team behind your lovely wife, Tisha. Um, But we were talking about how there was a big influx of Vietnam era PTSD patients. And what was going on was the fact that a lot of these guys did their time in the military during Vietnam. um, And basically, you know, they got out, they had some difficulties with it. You know, they had some struggles like a lot of guys do. Um, and then they went to work and they just went and worked a job for 20, 30 years. So now you're talking about guys that are in their late forties, fifties, fifties to sixties. So now that you're retired, you don't have anything to do, but just let your mind sit there and just break down and chew on the fat of that situation, what you went through. And it's just like, you know, so I, I kind of understand what 
in, to a certain degree what they were doing there. Like it, it, it's kind of like it, it's almost like a version of like distracted suppression. Like you're you're literally you're 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 using the excuse of work. You're using the excuse of you know taking care of your home, family, whatever, as an excuse to yeah. push all the things that. Are, are are mentally bothering you oh, you're using those things as an, as an excuse to kind of force you know force those things out of your mind but because you hadn't addressed the problems to begin with in the first place what happens to those things when you finally end up having nothing to do yeah it's they like, go it's... from right back here and they just go like right in the front of your at the forefront of your mind i cannot wait to hear that sound effect on the spotify app when i'm driving my car it sounds so good in the headphones I'm like, that's some good sound effects right there. i did but you know it, but i mean that's it, kind of the idea the like, a good picture absolutely you know what i'm saying it that's what happens is like everything that's like you pushed right back here to the back of your head all those you know, fucked up memories, all those nightmares, all those things you didn't want to remember, all the anger, sadness, all that shit. It gets pushed right back here. But then because because you're 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 doing so much to, you know, preoccupy yourself. You have work, you have the finances, taking care of your family, making sure that your your family's fed. It's it's like you you, you took one mission and you substituted another so that you didn't have to deal with what's going on up here. And then right. once there's nothing to do, well, shit, there's nothing to do. It's like it, it hmm. comes crashing to the forefront. So you, know? you, brought, you bring up a good example there, and it, it's kind of a good segue into the, the hypothetical that I want to do. So imagine, if you will, you know, you have somebody who is, you know, military, <clears throat> hardworking or whatnot, um, blue collar type job. So, yeah, you have this person who goes to work all day they work a tough job they do the job well they have they have a very high sense of pride in themselves in their job and when they go home and we all might know somebody like this and this is not me trying to say that i'm passing or pointing a finger but i'm just saying this is a fairly i would say a very pseudo typical you know type of example of someone you might see person goes to work and they come home for work they get a six pack and they crush six pack while they're sitting down in the den or the basement mm -hmm. or in the family room or whatever, watching TV, watch sports. And that's like, they're just kind of like, like it's fucking water. Like it's water. Like, and that's like just how water, they, bro. they cope with the day. They spend time with their kids. Once that's done, they go to bed. And next thing you know, the six pack becomes a 12 pack and a 12 pack becomes a case of beer and this, that, and the other. Again, not pointing or passing judgment or pointing fingers. I'm just saying, Hey, this probably knows we know somebody like this, right? Mm -hmm. So then they get hurt on the job, okay? And they don't want to be that person, kind of going back to what we talked about before about not going to sick hall. Like they don't want to be that person who's not pulling their weight because right. they do hold themselves in the thing. So next thing you know, these guys are like possibly getting unprescribed narcotics or something. And it's like, I got some oxys or something. I just need to help take the edge off so I can keep working. And, they say, and next thing you know, you know, if it if it keeps going down this shit spiral of doom, you're going to have a person who's completely hooked on this stuff. And it's just. It, it's a terrible situation. It's just awful. Oh, what is, what is that Macklemore song where it talks about that? 
Oh, no, no, it's not Mac. I'm sorry. Not Macklemore. Justin Timberlake. Um, oh, damn it. I got to find it now. It's going to bug crap out of me. Don't be so quick to walk away. I'm no, kidding. it's not, it's not that <clears throat> one. Oh, I know. <laughs> you just said JT. I got to I gotta find this song. Let me. You keep talk for a minute while I look this up. I don't want there to be any dead, dead air. So, Royer. So, I did. <laughs> Um, jackass, this guy is absolutely. Oh, hey, this man's a total jackass. You know, you know, when I picture when I picture your face, I tend to picture the ass of a donkey. If you catch my meaning, that's so much better than what I thought you were gonna say. So, hey, I'll take that. <laughs> Jesus. So there's okay. So the name of the song by Justin Timberlake is. Um, uh, losing my way. I'm gonna try to find the lyrics for it because it's like it's really good. But so like, and it, it's like it's 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 a really good song. So I'll, I'll just kind of read the lyrics here. It's um it says, "Hi, my name is Bob, and I work at my job. I make forty something dollars a day. I used to be the man in my hometown until I started to lose my way." All goes back to when I dropped out of school having fun. I was living the life. But now I got a problem with that little white rock. See, I can't put down the pipe. And then it goes into the, the refrain and stuff. Um, now you got to understand, I was a family man. I would have done anything for my own. But I couldn't get a grip on my newfound itch. So I ended up all alone. I remember where I was when I got my first buzz. See, I thought I was living the life. And the craziest thing is I'll probably never know the color of my daughter's eyes. And like, mm. oh, it's, it's such a good song, man. Yeah. Like if you just listen to it. And, and it, like, it, I mean, listen, listen, shout out to Justin Timberlake because the dude is like immensely talented. JT. He's got a, he's got a hot ass wife too. Um, <laughs> not that Jessica that was, Biel. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Give me a second. <sighs> okay, we're good. And 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 we're back. All right. <laughs> but yeah, if you hear that song, like listen to that song and like just the 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 kind of the the whole vibe that it sends, man. You're just like, ugh. Like it's so yeah. bad. And if you think about it, like there's just all these people, you know, like especially when they like again going back to like watching cops. Hell, they've done it here in Hillsborough County a bunch of times. Like where they go and you see people that are just trying to survive and. You know, like this, they had this lady who was an elderly lady. I don't, I couldn't tell you if she had any affiliation to the military, but her husband died. So she would take and she would sell his prescription opioids, like oxys and all that kind of stuff, and sell them because she's trying to survive because she's not getting the disability money from her husband anymore. It's like, it's just, it's so bad. You know, it just leads to so many different things, but. You know, it, it can start off. I mean, and you have those guys, the personality, like, you know, getting back to the whole hypothetical I posed about somebody possibly using, you know, artificial means to kind of keep themselves going if they're injured or whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just, it's bad, man. Like, it, I've, it's, it's I've so known bad. of guys and I've known friends who, have had issues with that. Um, I, you know, just, you know, just for the sake of their, you know, just for the sake of their own, what you call, I, I won't mention it right now, but I, 
man, it, fr- it fucking broke my heart when I fucking, when I saw that, dude. It, it was just, it was one of those things where it's just like. What are we talking oh, about now? I'm sorry. The su- substance issues. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, for me, it was, it was the question of like, what led down to this? What led you down this path? You know what I'm saying? Um, what is it that happened that didn't want you to go seek help before you, you know what I mean? Before you ended up taking these substances and then, cause it always starts somewhere and then it leads into something harder. You know what well, I mean? Again, it kind of starts in like when you're getting that basic military indoctrination, it's like mm-hmm. you get that, that sense of military machismo, so to speak. Yeah. It's like, tough it out yeah don't i mean how look at look at kyle's interview two weeks ago. look at kyle's interview two weeks ago he's like i've never cried as an adult male and yeah. again that's not me judging him but it's just like like that i can't fathom that. i'm a very emotional person especially mm-hmm. like when it comes to you know grief and sadness and like crying like you know showing pride tears of joy you know all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, and when the case may, when the when it per, when the time is uh, the opportunity permits itself. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like it starts there, you know. And then, like we're telling ourselves, I'm not. And so you get injured, and then you tell yourself, I'm not going to be the guy that lets everybody else down. Yeah. So like your heart's in the right place. Like it's good planning, but it's just shit show execution. Yeah. Because, I mean, on on one hand, you have it that, you know, you are trying to set an example for people. But when the example is, I don't give a shit because that's how you're showing it. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean, man. So I I totally get where you're coming from on that. Yeah. It's like, you know, I I consider myself an empathetic person and one of my close friends is as well. And it's like, you just kind of know, you know, around that kind of person, like you can just relate to them and they they have your back. So, but it's like, it's amazing, especially now with, you know, with the the, uh, world events of the last few years where we've just gotten further. Like we talked about last week during the social media dilemma, like with all the social media you know, just the saturation of that in our natural lives, in our everyday lives, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> you have this group of kids that are growing up and it's like they can get online <clears throat> and they can talk to me that way, but they don't know how to just do basic stuff like, you know, basic like interview one oh one, like what to wear, <clears throat> how to, you know, present yourself, shaking hands, what the right kind of yeah. business type vernacular and lexicon to use and whatnot are you okay over there dude you're choking on shit i think i need to hold on do you need to wait to waste keep talking yep he muted himself so that's why he's not talking for a minute he's he's waiting to waste hey getting this wet stuff down the gut so yeah i mean you, you have being a teenager is is difficult because it's that awkward stage in your life you're just trying to figure out what things are how things are you know, in the pseudo normal sense of things. And now because of COVID and everything else, and there's, you know, it's kind of the way we've been going for a long time. So I'm not just blaming it on that, but um, because of all that, like it's just got COVID definitely made it fucking worse though. Yeah. Absolutely. Way fucking worse. Yeah. It's one of the big causes. <clears throat> I mean, 
there's just such a there's some strange there's some strange happenings going on in our day and age, man. This is crazy. Are you going to make it, my dude? I don't know. Are you in distress? Give me the distress signal if you need help. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that end up li- <laughs> for those of you that end up listening to this on the audio platforms at some point just know that i made the uh, choking hand signal uh, okay but we got to go into that real quick so <laughs> sidebar <clears throat> so i heard this story from who was it was it your sister i don't remember <clears throat> john was john was somewhere i forget where it was but john it, was somewhere. it, it, it might have been it might have been tish she might have told you the story. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was. So <laughs> she's got a bunch of nurses and medical folks in her family and whatnot. So our buddy my John. My family. Your family. My They're bad. My, side. my bad. No, you're good. You're my, good. My bad. So there's a lot of uh, nurses and medical folks in Alamo's family. So John's there, and John starts choking. He's just like. You know, like tap on the back. And they're just like, no, no, no. And all these nurses are sitting here going. The international signal of distress for choking is hands up around your neck with a scared look on your face. And he's just like, I was choking. I wasn't worried about that kind of stuff. And it's like, if you know John, that's a perfect John story right there. Just like, yeah, I can see that shit plain as day. You know, he was like, oh, yeah. I need help. He just didn't communicate well enough that, damn it, he needed to go to sick calls. <laughs> you saved my life, bro. Saved my life, bro. Want a beer? Let's go get a beer. <laughs> oh, Let's go get a beer. Oh, man. Fucking John. Fucking John. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. Had to save that guy at my damn wedding. That was the... That was the oh, that wasn't your wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. was at my wedding. It was the icing on the fucking cake. Just like, he must oh, have been having a, a good fun, time. He must have been a fun guest. <clears throat> mm-hmm. anyway so you know getting back to what we were saying though you have all of the you have this this certain age demographic where it's already awkward because you're still figuring out things you're figuring out who you are what you stand for Uh, maybe not so much that you're just trying to figure out who you are what your self-identity is you know yeah jesus how many people go back and forth between having you know just on the on like the romantic side they go back and forth between having boyfriends girlfriends all that kind of crap um, no, oh, that part, not me. The other part, the you know. Should pay attention to the show there, buddy. Anyway, I just made myself look really stupid. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he sure as hell did. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's why. I mean, good goodness. I mean, you have all these issues, and next thing you know, like you're going into society with that same mentality. It's like I'm not going to get help. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And it's kind of great the- segue into the article that we have on emotional yes. detachment in combat and coming home. We'll we'll get to that. But yeah. yes. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, but I mean, you carry that mentality where you have folks that like they genuinely feel bad. Like, and I can tell you this for myself it's like there's times where, like, I am like just kind of wanting just some human interaction. You know, I, I go, I consider myself ambiverted. So I go back yeah. and forth between introverted and some, and other times I'm very, very, very much extroverted. 
And there's times when I just want to be by myself, have a Zen moment, read a book, go meditate. Yeah. Whatever the case may be. There's other times where I'm just like, I want to be around people. Like, let's like, it kind of kills me. I don't have any plans tonight for Patty's Day. I'm just like, <clears throat> oh, sad little leprechaun. Oh, taking his pot of gold. You're going to go fuck himself. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, shut up. What? Hey. <laughs> oh, you know what you're going to do? You're going to fuck We're up. We're trying to have a serious conversation here, boy. And you're kind of fucking up me mojo. <laughs> as as the big Lebowski says, you're fucking with my Zen thing, brother. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, you you take that mentality of not wanting to have help into the civilian sector, and you have guys like myself where, like. I very much want to reach out to people, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, I don't want to bug them with my problems or talk to them and this, that, and the other. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you've got stressors, like everybody's got stressors. It just depends on what they are, how severe they are, and what you're doing to cope with them. So, yeah. and, and sometimes you just want to have somebody to, to, to bullshit with. And, you know, like there's times, dude, I, I'll be honest, I want to, to call you. I, I want to call you and, and gab on the phone all hours of the night and stuff, but you got your wife and your two boys and, you little shamrocks of uh, running around the house and ra- raising hell and all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. I I can't. I gotta stop. <laughs> I'm, I'm killing. It. I'm, I'm I'm not killing it, but I'm like you're ki- you're murdering it. Bro. You're like it's dying. <laughs> it's dying from severe blood loss. The the the, the that hit, that dead it, horse is uh, pretty. He's hemorrhaging. And oh, there he goes. So why don't you say? Why don't you lead into that article you were going to talk about, there, dude? That I was uh, yes, segueing into emotional detachment in combat and coming home. So <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and share this on the screen for every, for our viewers. Um, for those of you on uh, the audio, you're just going to have to kind of follow along. Follow along. Follow along. And go from there. Do 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 do. Got it up there, dude. <clears throat> Got it up. It. Sure. Go ahead, there, Bucko. Got it up. That's what she <clears throat> said. I can't say that because you have two boys, so we're not talking about that. But anyway, so emotional detachment. Okay, this is an article. This is published on February first of twenty eighteen. So, <clears throat> call it survival or becoming jaded or cynical. Many combat veterans experience a point in their service where things that should bother them don't. It's hard to explain to someone who hasn't experienced it, of course. In normal life, we don't go up against situations that are horrific, horrible, or traumatic. Because they are so rare in our wider society, they are are significant events when it does happen. In the military, emotional detachment is the name of the game, and it happens more than people might think. It starts from the moment when we enter the military. It's not like it's not about what we like or what we don't like. Opinions don't matter. It's about doing what you're told and not doing what you're not told. There are some benefits to this, for sure. It's often only when we've tested what we become that we become aware of the capacity that we have to endure stress and hardship. Kind of like we talked about during... Um, What's it called? Uh, the FTA bayonet. When you do the bayonet, it's just a week of just stressy, sucky shit, and it's just oh fuck yeah, it, it's awful. Like you don't sleep, you get woken up by machine gun fire and flares and all that stuff, and Artie Sims, and you gotta do the low crawl for a hundred <clears> yards <throat> under 
live rounds and stuff. Yeah. When you fired the 50 cal, what did they make you scream? I honestly don't remember if we fired the 50 cal, dude. I, I would think we'd have to. You might have had to because you're a, you're a chuck as opposed to a, a bucko. We fired a we fired a 50. And my drill sergeant said, "Now, here's what you're going to do. You see them targets out there? You're going to fire at them. I'm going to let you get 20 rounds." When, when 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 you fire your five round burst, I want you to scream, "Die, motherfucker, die!" Did Roger, you say it just like this. Yes, this is how, where is he from? This was this was Drill Sergeant Jordan. He was from California. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Okay, yes. I was like, where would he talk like that? That's interesting. And California. I was like. I was like, die, yes, motherfucker, sergeant? die. Die, motherfucker, die. Yes, drill sergeant. Die, motherfucker, die. <laughs> he was done. Because I guess I was the loudest one on the line because nobody uh, had gotten that loud. And he was all, just. All right there, Alamo. That's, that's, that's good shit right there. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. No, it's all Side, good. Sidebar. <laughs> It's often only when we're tested that we become aware of the capacity that we have to endure stress and hardship. It continues when a service member gets to their first duty station and faces their peers and leaders. Certain military training, water training, airborne school, optical courses. They're designed to induce fear while increasing skill. I can tell you, man, going down Eagle Tower for me sucked because I did not like heights. And they got stuck a camera right in my face, and I'm just sitting there being a scared little shit of a kid. Sucks. Scared little shite. This happens so that the service member can get the mission done while ignoring or decreasing the emotional response to the stressors. And then there's combat. When someone first enters a combat zone, they're not used to being in danger. Sure, they know what they kind of know what to expect, but they don't really know until it happens. The sounds of combat may be disconcerting at first, but many combat service members get used to it. This emotional detachment, the apparent lack of fear, grief, or even sense of self-preservation happens quickly. This type of detachment is seen in the movies, like Full Metal Jacket, as when Animal Mother says, you better flush out your head, new guy. This isn't about freedom. This is a slaughter. Or Colonel Kilgore in Apocalypse Now, quote, smell that? Smell that? Napalm, son. Nothing else in the world smells like that. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You know, one time we had a hill bombed for 12 hours, and it was all over. I walked up. We didn't find one of them. Not one stinking dink body. The smell, you know that gasoline smell? The whole hill smelled like victory. I never remember the full line, the full context of that paragraph. Everybody's just like, damn. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it was useful in combat. Here's a way. Here's a truth for many who haven't served. This type of emotional attachment was necessary. The topic came up to me after listening to a recent episode of a podcast series about the World War II miniseries Band of Brothers, hosted by my buddy and fellow podcast host, Jeff Adamek. In the third episode of the series, series, excuse me, one of the unit's officers says this Here. to a soldier's who to a soldier who is having a difficult time adjusting to combat. The only hope you quote, the only hope you have is to accept the fact that you're already dead. 
The sooner you accept that, the sooner you'll be able to function as a soldier is supposed to function, without mercy, without compassion, without remorse. All war depends upon it. While this may sound cold and morbid and depressing, that's true. It's all those things. And then the morbidity and coldness of that statement cease to matter. It's almost as if the statement could have been boiled down to two rules of combat. Number one, accept the fact that you're already dead. Number two, when in doubt, refer to rule number one. It is when a combat veteran reaches a level of emotional attachment that they are able to accomplish the mission, whatever that is to them, covering their buddy's back, watching out for their own, all of it. Battlefield loses... Wow. Battlefield losses losses happen. Someone is injured, someone is killed, and of course the war goes on and life goes on. In many ways, it is as much a survival mechanism as anything else. Another painful reality of emotional attachment in combat. Greater degrees of emotional attachment in combat might have an impact on the development of post-traumatic stress disorder. In an analysis conducted in 2003, before the repeated exposure to combat that post-9-11 veterans experienced, psychologists Matthew Toll and Elizabeth Romer identified several studies that showed the emotional numbing was the strongest predictor of PTSD five months after the traumatic incident. There is evidence that a service member that felt significant emotional attachment in combat would have experienced challenges regarding traumatic stress reaction upon returning from the combat environment. So dude, I just immediately kind of just went to um, one of the shows that's always on in my house is the show MASH. And the very last episode, Hawkeye has that kind of like psychological breakdown, has an episode where they're on the bus and in his mind, you know, they killed the chicken because there was enemy coming down the road. They picked up some foot soldiers and all this stuff. They're like, kill the lights. There's guys coming down the road. And there's a lady in the back, and she's holding a chicken, and the chicken stops breathing. In his head, it was a chicken. In real life, this woman smothered her own child. And it just kind of got to the point. Yeah. Have you have you seen that? I haven't seen that episode, No. So that's the very last. It's like the two-hour movie that that was the last episode that aired. It was called "Good Night, Farewell, Farewell, Good Night, and Amen." And um, I really liked in the later seasons how it did it did a, a very good job of kind of like analyzing and looking at some of the issues that happened with these guys. You know, whether it's Colonel Potter kind of freaking out because he messed up an operation, and he left a piece of shrapnel in where Hawkeye had to go in and save him. Um, you know, losing all of his friends and whatnot. You have the, just all the different kind of themes there, which are still prevalent and absolutely. Um, <laughs> I just realized Withers in the in the chat room. I know, I yeah, I just realized it too. Yeah, <laughs> going on there, War Daddy, War Daddy Withers is in the chat room as you were. Um, but yeah, you know, it's he kind of just had that emotional attachment there in that last episode and, it, and it's a real it's a, a realistic look at you know what that kind of looks like in this that and the other yeah. um i mean it's, it's a real shit man absolutely and like so you kind of have to at one point you know there are certain things you just kind of have to let go it's like as a behavior therapist i'm constantly telling 
people and, and clients and stuff. It's like, listen, you're not wrong for wanting to have that reaction to what this person is doing, or they're instigating you or trying to poke the bear, so to speak. But sometimes you just got to walk away. You got to be the bigger person, you know, allegorically speaking, and just walk away. So, yeah. What did you want to add to that there? Dirk or Dirk, man. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, I think the, I think the article really covered it like solidly. Tell you the honest truth, I don't. Um, yeah, like I'm, I, I'm part of the reason why I'm glad I, I you know, we found that damn thing because it, it make it, it helps kind of put it into perspective. You know, when you're there, and, and you know, to be completely honest, I know for a fact when I went over there, there were like. For example, there were moments when I, you know, when I got into our, when we got into our first engagement, and probably the last engagement I think I was a part of, to tell you the honest truth. Um, the, it was interesting because when I, I, I remember it step by step, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know what's funny is I don't – I know we got shot back. I know we got – like, I mean, there was proof in the wall behind us that we were shot at. Right. I don't, for the life of me, remember a single round pinging around or above my head. But I know or like, or like that – like hearing the pock mark, like hitting it. Hitting but the... Yeah, exactly. And I, But I know for a damn fact that it happened. Yeah. And it, it, it was it, it, it's crazy because there was stained glass all over that fucking roof. Like there would be concrete wall, section of glass, concrete wall, section of glass, concrete wall, section of glass. And it kind of, you know, was like that all around that part of that roof. Almost every single one of those damn freaking uh stained glass windows shattered splintered yeah <laughs> for the life of me as i as i remember i don't i don't like and i know for a fact as it's going like as i ducked down i know those glass those glass bits of glass were shooting past my face but i i just to this day it's like it's almost as if like it's like oh yeah i remember shooting and i Maybe hit some enemy. Oh, huh. Yeah. You Nothing know, else. So there's another. There's, it's nuts. Th I remember several um, examples of that. So there's that one scene. Um, I forget what episode of Band of Brothers it is, but they're like, they're kind of going, going up this incline into this. I think it's a Belgian town or something. And you have, I think it's Captain Winters out completely exposed he's not in the gully on the side of the road he's not in the ditch he's out in the middle of the road just saying get off your asses let's go like completely exposed to fire not really giving mm -hmm. a shit like get up let's go and uh one of one of my old ncos was like that's absolutely how that happens like you just you're not trying to you don't give a shit you're just trying to get your guys up and get them moving all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah no doubt bro 
<laughs> I think, like I said, I think the important thing to remember is, you know, if you have an issue, seek out help for it. Get, you know, what, yeah. whatever that kind of help is. If it's physical help, if it's emotional help, mental health, that kind of things. The resources are there. None of that day. mental, none of that mental shut off shit works out in the real world, bro. Because you, you'll fucking blow a fuse. You'll go off on the wrong person. You'll, you'll fucking, you'll hurt people you don't need to hurt because. Yeah. You didn't don't fucking because re- you don't realize you're doing it. You know, yeah. I know, I know somebody, and I'm not gonna say anything else bad about them, but like they're unfortunately one of these people. They don't manage. They don't deal with things. They just they're like they just. It's kind of like if you go to like an archaeological dig site, you can go to like um uh some kind of like prehistoric campsite where uh, humans were. But you, as you yeah. go down, you can see all these different layers. Of like civilization, like like Precambrian man, or is it Precambrian? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, but like, whatever. Like, you like, got like the, the different types of cultures stuff out there. Like, yeah, you know, by the hundred, like every so often it's like a hundred years, or you go through and they have like a cross section of their culture and their life and stuff. This person is kind of like that, except it's all just emotional stressors. I really would wish that they would go and get, you know, some type of assistance. You know, and yeah, I. I can say that all I want. They have to go want the help for themselves and stuff. But yeah. you just it's kind of one of those things where you just look at it and it's like you see a car that's going to hit a bicycle and you're like, yep, that's going to happen. And I can't mm-hmm. do anything to stop it because I'm across the street. So it's just it's really shitty. So, you know, that's all, we kind of were going for something different when we did this. The name of this episode is like, go to sick hall. Damn it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stop being stupid, yo. Like, just go. Yeah. You know, if you get hurt, put some ice on your shit. Don't just walk around. Guys, especially with guys, we're just so dumb. Like, we could have a fucking leg amputated below the knee. We're just hopping around one leg going, I'm all right. I'm all right. It's good. It's good. We're fine. Like, think, think, about, think about it this way. And, and you know, you know, I feel, I feel like Mac and I are kind of going to leave it at this. Like, think about it this way. If you, if you don't take care of your issues met like especially mental issues i mean honestly the only person or people you are going to hurt are yourself and the and the ones closest to you that that's that you're only yes. gonna hurt you're gonna only hurt yourself and the and the people closest to you you if might you don't believe us bet if you exactly. don't believe us bet yeah exactly i mean you might hurt some random fucking stranger on the street, you know, but you think about how well we were trained to kind of like keep mental composure and shit like that. That's something that a lot of us learn a little too well. It's like, it's good to have that mental composure, but when it becomes like mental, just kind of suppression of our, how we feel and stuff. It's like, but then when you're at home, it's like, Oh Yeah. These dishes aren't fucking clean. What the fuck? And then mental fuse broke. Yeah. It just, it, you know, I, I, I've seen it way too fucking many times, man. And I know for a fact it's happened to me. Um, you know, yeah. I'm not I, proud of it. I, I've been that guy. Like just the little things you just, you snap it and you're and your yeah. kids looking at you just like, and you're like, I'm a shithead of a person because you're trying my kid because <laughs> outside of the house. I mean, realistically, you're trying not to fucking go to jail because, you know, if 
you you're just like motherfucker okay i'll shut my fucking mouth wait until yeah. you yeah, get home yeah. i'm gonna tear your ass up with a yeah. chancleta yeah. Uh, and, for the folks and then you try to the let it platform, go you have to see what i just did i was talking with my mouth not moving because i'm emulating somebody being pissed off but yeah withers asks the question did you know when i was pissed Yes, he got quiet. <laughs> he just had that look. So Withers, Withers wore a mustache, and he would just kind of like that mustache would just kind of shrivel. It would just kind of go from That's here to awesome. just like his mouth <laughs> closed down a little bit, and he got oh, quiet. And awesome. I was like, I'm just gonna go ahead and get in the front lean rest. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. He's <laughs> just like, uh, oh, can I go? To- shite. But Sergeant, can I go to sick hall today? <laughs> no broke dick into the sky <laughs> <laughs> oh private potato oh my god i would we gotta try to get me we gotta try to get that guy on our podcast man that'd be great who's that uh angry cops oh angry cops oh Richard Hines. yes how awesome would that be man? Come <laughs> that on. would be amazeballs dude oh that would be so amazeballs I mean, Withers, correct me if I'm wrong, but was that not exactly what happened? You would just get quiet. You just kind of had that look on your face. Like you became very like a statue. Like His a response in the chat was shit. <laughs> like he would just turn into like like this stoic stone gargoyle. Looking, like that was his expression. It was just very stoic, just like. And I was like, well, um, we're in for it now. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. You got anything else you want to add to this convo there, buddy? Or you want to start no, wrapping it up? I'm good, man. We're we're good okay. to wrap up if you're ready. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's our chat on just go to sick hall, damn it. Don't be that guy that thinks, you know. No, I'm not saying abuse it and be a sick hall ranger. No. But if you have a legitimate issue, go get help for it. Like whatever that case may Duh. be. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I don't fucking hesitate, man. Just I was scared shitless done. withers, man. Like I, I realized I was a little fish in a big pond, and I was like, oh, I, don't, I, I pulled a, I pulled a gump one day with myself. I was like, gump. Oh. No, 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 no. When they, when they get in country, and he says, I sure hope I don't make him upset. Like that's kind of what I said to myself. But mm-hmm. you know what? Listen, man. Again, as I said, you're like the one of the best NCOs I had. Like top two. <clears throat> Top Why two. did you assemble that weapon so quickly? Because you told me to, drill sergeant. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ! That's, That's a, a new company, company record. record. <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna be that... a general someday. No, this is something you want me to get to do. <laughs> that was all that. But that's a perfect example of what that was like back then. Those those brown rounds were just a mean, nasty sons of bitches. Like they were training guys to go to war, and like they had a serious job, and it's just like, mm-hmm. <sighs> yep, it was it was a shit show. But that level anyway. of high freaking just <sighs> had to be something. Guys that grew up in that age, man, there were there were some tough tough dudes. But anyway, yeah. that's our talk for episode zero five eight. Go to sick hall, damn it, damn it, just go to sick hall. So. When we, uh, a couple years ago, for those of you that don't know, a couple years ago, we were talking about doing a podcast and uh, a year and a half ago, I'm sorry. 
And we kind of were like, well, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? I don't know anything about a podcast. And Alamo looks at me and says, dude, they sent a monkey to space. And I'm like, I feel strangely confident in that fact. <laughs> awesome. So um, when we were kind of coming up with what this would look like and what we would do, we found I'm out. I'm going to be honest, dude. I don't even know where I – I literally pulled that statement out of my ass. I know you did. That's what made it sincere. <laughs> I, I, was was like, like, I was just like, yeah, well, fucking you know, Sputnik. And then they sent monkeys to space. So why not? <laughs> and then and then the quote uh zach and mary make a porno his name bubbles his name is bubbles <laughs> Craig Robinson, so good. anyway um in the process of coming up with like what we wanted to talk about and the kind of the the idea of this podcast we found out that a good friend of ours john had unfortunately walked a path and taken um and solved the temporary problem with a permanent solution yep so one of the big, obviously, we just had the COVID epidemic, pandemic, a couple of years ago, um, for the last couple of years. One of the big pandemics that we're trying to fight is this right here: twenty-two a day. That's yeah. the average number of veterans that commit suicide every day, and that's a it, that the the fact that, that much, number man. the fact that number is too high is is a travesty. What what hurts worse and cuts deeper is when you know one of those twenty two, mm-hmm. like we did with John. Yeah, I've known already five. Yeah, um, sucks. It does suck, and that's something that we're going to try to fight and as best as we can, and keep bringing our message every week that we can. So, in in doing so, we came up with the Battle Bros Code, and what the Bros Code is is a way just four little easy things you can do just to remember. To kind of keep yourself in the moment, keep yourself alive, keep yourself, you know, in the fight. Okay. So if you can remember these these four stanzas, man, you're going to be good. Okay. First one. So you got, all you have to do is remember the, the letters B R O S. Um, B. Be tenacious. No matter what you do, be tenacious. Do it to the fullest of your ability. Whether it's being a soldier, whether it's being a parent, an employee, whatever. Be tenacious enough to go. Hey, I might need to get some help. I might have an issue that somebody can help me with, you know. Um, it's funny how things have changed. I mean, hell, we were I was talking to Brian earlier this week, and it's like, you know, he reminded me that back in the 70s and 80s, you could drink beer on lunch. If you were on your lunchtime, you could you could drink beer as long as yep. you didn't come back to work like <laughs> shitty or snotty or just slashed. Yeah. Slashed, all that kind of shit. And they were in the barracks too. You could have you had drink machines in your barracks. What just changed with your light there, dude? Huh? Like something in your <laughs> something just changed. I just saw like a flash of like pink. I'm like, what is just it? load screens. That's all. Got it. Oh, I got <laughs> so no matter what that looks like, be tenacious. Whatever you need to do, go do it to the fullest of your ability, and just remember that you know, give it your all. Like anything you do, do it, do it 100 the first time as best you can. Liquid training. Yeah, exactly right. R. <laughs> refuse to surrender. No matter what happens in life, there's going to be times when you get off track, off mission. If you're following around a new lieutenant, you might get off the whole freaking map and you might find yourself lost. Like, we're in the red, wrong grid square. Yeah, we know, sir. Grid square. Yeah. When that happens, just remember to keep yourself, um, remember the objective, remember what you're trying to accomplish, what you're trying to do. Keep yourself in the fight. Refuse to surrender, no matter what happens. If you get knocked down, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mute your goddamn microphone, would you? I don't know what's wrong with me right now. 
I do. A whole damn lot. <laughs> oh, God. It's just, I don't know, it just he's hit got me. The, he's really got the gift of the Blarney Stone. He's got the gift of the Gab right now. He wants to keep talking Ooh. about goofy shit. Ooh. Anyway, like I said, Sorry. no matter what happens, when things get go off track <clears throat> a little bit, just refuse to surrender. Get yourself reoriented, shoot a fresh azimuth, reprioritize uh, your goals and objectives, and go from there. Okay. Yarr. Oh, obliterate those objectives. As I mentioned in the last one, sometimes it's hard to get where you need to get to. It's difficult. It's, it's going to be strenuous. It's going to be um, more extreme and require a lot more focus than you originally thought. That's okay. Sometimes you can't just walk over and put stand on the X on the OBJ. Sometimes you have to go you know, around some stuff. You have to cut through the woods. You might have to take a little trail off into the woods and get around some stuff. You might have to go over a wall, under a wall, through a wall. Sometimes you have to blow the wall up with some C4s in Bangalore. Sometimes this guy did, and you freaking back a striker into it. Whatever the case may be, obliterate yeah, those obstacles. S, seek out help in a time of need, as has been, as is, the conversation has gone tonight. Sorry, I'm moving. Wet that whistle. As the conversation has been tonight, don't be afraid to get help, okay? Whatever stereotypes are out there about guys getting help, the hell with all that crap, okay? It's up to us to self-rescue sometimes. And that what does that mean? That means getting the help you need. Um, if you feel like you need somebody to talk to and you don't have anybody to reach out to, hell, you know, find somebody. If you don't have anybody, there are resources available. There is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. If you feel like you're going down that kind of a de- uh, path, you can call. Um, you said life. I said what? Life, not line. Whatever. Um, <laughs> suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, you can. Dot- you really got to stop. You're fucking with my Zen thing, man. Like seriously, you're a dick right now. You can call one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Again, that's one eight hundred two seven three. You can type. Yeah, okay. You can type the word one eight hundred two seven three and then hit the word letters talk eight two five five. You can also dial that same phone number via the three digit prefix nine eight eight. Again, that's nine eight eight. That just came. That just came online as of I think july of last year and what's great about the 988 way of doing things is that you can actually text them as well if there's not somebody way simpler yeah it's simpler but i mean look at the kind of society we live in where social media and the instant gratification immediate yeah immediate gratification Mm -hmm. yeah having that immediate access to things is kind of nice so that's cool but you get on there you hit uh, if you dial either one of those numbers you hit one you need to talk to somebody immediately they're open 24 hours a day seven days a week um our mission is to help bring awareness to this whole 22 a day, you know, crud that's in our society. Um, you know, there's not anything we can do to bring John back. It would be nice if John was yeah. here because we wouldn't have a podcast. As much fun as a podcast is to do and as much gratification and, you know, good, happy vibes that it gives me, if it meant us not doing it that john was here then hey we'd be all for that but that's yeah. not where we're at that's not how it's going to work. <clears throat> so 
just remember to whatever you have to do, like don't be afraid to talk to people, whether it's a battle buddy, whether somebody you served with, somebody at work that you can trust. Um, obviously, in this day and age, I mean, it's hard because it's difficult just because you really have to make sure that you vet the person if you know them, if they're not already vetted, if they're not um, somebody that you've talked to before or whatnot. But um, yeah, I mean, just reach out and seek help, man. That's damn right, baby. Whatever that may look like. <clears throat> help you need and all that kind of stuff so i'm going to pass over to alamo here he's going to wrap us up before we uh, close out the show so take it away yeah if you would like to catch us oh god really on the other social media platforms you can catch us <laughs> over <clears throat> on the Focus. facebook at facebook.com slash battle bros dot podcast you can catch us on the instagram at Battle Bros underscore podcast. You can also catch us on the Insta Twit at Battle Bros PC. Um, also, you can catch us over on the Rumble if you prefer a different, okay, albeit similar but different video platform you can catch us over on le rumble which i will show to you right now if you are a uh, video viewer you can see this right now on your screen um <clears throat> but if you are on the audio platforms very obviously just go to rumble.com and search battle bros all one word you can find us over there on the rumble and you can go ahead and stream literally every episode every episode that we have is going to be on there, uploaded right after every single live we have. You can also catch us on the audio platforms, anywhere you listen to podcasts. That includes Spotify, Anchor, Amazon well, Music. This is still called Anchor, <clears throat> or I thought it changed the name. It's technically still Anchor, yeah. Um, I think it, but now it's just Anchor by Spotify which is interesting. Um, you can catch us on Amazon Music. Audible, by the way, which is pretty damn fucking cool if you ask me. You can actually download every single episode. Every episode that gets uploaded here on the audio ends up going directly to Audible. <clears throat> as well as Google Podcasts. And... I believe that's it right now. We're on, uh, we're on I believe, six platforms. So, yeah. you know, for two for two guys just kind of wanting to put their to leave their their legacy on helping to combat the, the veteran suicide epidemic. It's like the fact that we've gone this far in 58 episodes of looking at like Alamo shows me the analytics from like YouTube and like where we're watching stuff. I'm like, somebody watched this in Spain and Ireland. I'm like, that's kind of damn dope, dude. Like, unfortunately, you guys see my mm -hmm. big ass mug on you know, YouTube and stuff. And I'm like, it's gonna be there forever. <laughs> so, but it's kind of crazy. But yeah. one last, <clears throat> one last shout out. Um, unrelated. We want to give to uh, our good friend Amelia. She has a business on the side that she does. It's called Sassy Girl Apothecary. Um, she does homemade soaps and candles and whatnot. Please check it out. She is a dear friend of ours from way back. And um, if you check out her website, it's Sassy Girl Apothecary. 
dot squarespace.com and it's spelled sassy girl g-u-r-l uh, apothecary dot squarespace.com like they're they're super cheap they're awesome um i actually she was just in town i just got some more stuff macho i got another uh soap bar for you yeah got some coffee in <clears throat> the, the rum and the coffee so it's yeah all good. also another shameless plug um if you have children in need of some mentorship, if you have some kids that are in need of oh, some, yeah, t- some extra time, go ahead and uh, drop a like on FlipsideMentorship.com as well as on the Facebook where you can find Flimtor, uh, Flipside, Mentorship dot, or Flipside Mentorship on the Facebook. Uh, I believe you can also find Flipside Mentorship on the Yubtub. And you could go ahead and uh, like, share, and subscribe to that to her channel. Special, uh, special, wife. special shout out to your wife because we didn't. That's actually how we got started. Is we did an event for her. Yes. Um, and we had a blast. And Alamo was like itching. He's like, dude, we got to work together. This is awesome. So, um, yeah. So special shout out to uh, his lovely wife Tisha for helping to get us going on our way to the top of building our empire <laughs> helping a couple of knuckle draggers actually get our fucking act together fucking knuckle draggers you got name right so <laughs> well folks thank you again for uh tuning in and listening to episode 058 go to sick call damn it um of the battle bros podcast we want to thank you for stopping by and checking it out because of the fact this is saint patty's day we're going to end this on a slightly different note um yeah, just remember like we said we talked about the four stanzas be tenacious, refuse to surrender, obliterate your obstacles, seek out help in a time of need. But I'm going to put a little twist on things tonight. So this is a traditional Irish blessing because of it being St. Patty's Day. We're going to read this. So <clears throat> may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. The rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. So on that note, thank you for watching. We hope to see you guys down the road soon. Um, appreciate you stopping by, giving us a listen. Just remember, it's not about you watching. It's about paying it forward and passing it along. So get this to the people that need to get it to. They need to hear these messages about staying, keeping themselves around, keeping them in the fight. Pass it along. That's what we're all about. We're not going to be upset if you look at it and go, eh, one for me. Pass it along. It might be for somebody else who needs to hear this kind of shit. So. Until next time, this has been episode 058 of the Battle Bros Podcast with myself, Mac, and my co-host, Alamo, over here. Thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate We love you. We are humbly welcome, uh, thankful that – humbly welcome. Humbly thankful. Humbly. I'm, I'm fucking tired, dude. It's been a long <clears> time. <throat> we, uh, we're, we are very humbly appreciative of the fact that you stopped and gave us a look or a listen or both. Um, Yar. Please check it out. Remember to hit that like and subscribe button. Hit the notification bell and um, check us out because we always got stuff coming on. So we will hopefully Damn right. next week. Um, next week, do we? Is that pretty much locked in for next week? What we're going to talk about? We just got to get the subject matter to that the, that conversation list to that to your buddy. Yes, we do. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and make sure I get it to him this weekend. Okay. It's gonna be a good one, folks. It's gonna be a really good conversation. So I think it's just gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be just the three of us. It's not gonna be four. Correct. Yeah, it's gonna okay. be the three of us. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So, <clears throat> if you want to see what we're talking about, well, then just fucking tune in next week, you weirdos. Until yeah. then, bye. Battle Bros. Out. Y'all be safe out there. Have a good night. Happy St. Patty's Day. We love you.